Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pine Hills Church Podcast. My name is Aaron. I'm one of the pastors around this community. And as our story of our community continues to grow, as more and more people are involved in the life of the community, as we're practicing the way of Jesus together, you're going to be changed by that. Our community actually has a goal is to actually form people into the image of Jesus because that's the call of God for each and every one of our lives because that brings life and hope. And so as your life begins to change, as you begin to get more plugged in and find life within our community, within God, within responding to what God is inviting you into, you're going to begin to probably naturally start talking more and more about what God is doing in your story, what God is doing in your story through Pine Hills Church. And so as that happens, you're going to begin to get this question, well, what is Pine Hills Church really all about? Like, what is this thing that you do when you gather in a community group or when you gather in a larger group? Why do you do that? Like, what does that look like? What is it all about? And so we just want to answer that pretty simply. And the short answer is this. Pine Hills Church is a community centered around the way of Jesus, committed to putting his ways into practice in our everyday lives. I'm going to say that one more time. There's a word community centered around the ways of Jesus, committed to putting his ways into practice in our everyday lives. And we do this daily by making space throughout the day to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do the things that Jesus would have us to do. These are the three goals of apprenticeship to Jesus. And so we realize that Jesus comes alongside us and desires to spend time with us, to change us into ways that are life-giving to us and to others, and to be agents of renewal in our spheres of influence. This is really what we're all about. And so let's break that down just a little bit more. Why all this focus on Jesus, you might be thinking and asking We realize that everybody is centering their life around some vision of the good life. We believe that Jesus is the only thing that actually delivers and fulfills. Everything else leads to broken promises, unfulfilled expectations. And we were all created by God to live life in relationship with him. If God created all things, he probably knows how life works best for our lives. And so we follow after the example of how to do this by looking at the life of Jesus. Jesus shows us the character and nature of God. Jesus shows us how to live life in relationship with God. Jesus redeems our past story and gives purpose to our future story. This is why we center life around the person and work of Jesus, because he is good, because he's amazing, because he came to to show us this life we could not live on our own, to show us what life properly lived within relationship to God, not rejecting his ways, but actually finding life in submission to his authority. And by having our life modeled around the ways that he was showing us, and then he actually empowers us to go and to have purpose in our lives, to have meaning as we engage our everyday life, as we go to workspaces and our family spaces, as we're out and about in the midst of the city, God actually empowers that and breathes purpose into that as we get to actually partner with God in renewing all things. And if you need to learn more about that, jump back to the story of God episode. But where do we go to learn more about Jesus? If Jesus has done all of this great stuff for us and we're in, we want to follow after Jesus because we realize that all of these other stories, all of these other gospels actually aren't delivering the thing I've been centering my life around isn't delivering. And I'm I'm wanting to find that in Jesus because I believe that 
that is the true way. I feel something come alive in my chest when when I hear this, that there's something that's affirming that the way of Jesus is actually the truest thing that I've been looking for all along when I've been looking for it in other places. And so I need help in this. Even if I've got a lot of questions, even if I'm trying to still figure it out, even if I'm still just going along and journeying in that way, remember Jesus, when he called out to the early followers, he didn't say, hey, have it all figured out. He said, hey, come follow me. Come follow me and I'll teach you my ways. Come follow me and I'll teach you how to have purpose in the things that you might have already been doing along the way. And so where do we go? How do we learn more about Jesus as we're following? Because we don't have him personally in the flesh as the early followers did for him to teach us. But he does it through the power of his spirit. But he also does it through the pages of scripture. And this is where we learn more about who Jesus is. And we can start by opening our Bibles or opening the Bible app and starting to read just through the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they just lay out who Jesus was and what Jesus came to do. And they lay out the teachings of Jesus. And there's invitations to realize that Jesus is actually the one we're all looking for to find redemption and hope and healing in. And that life centered around him actually brings about goodness and purpose And so we want to go to these pages of scripture. We want to read more about Jesus. We want to notice how he's interacting with people. We want to notice what he is saying the kingdom of God is actually like. We want to notice the invitations that he's inviting us into by the power of his spirit. And then we can keep reading through the rest of the New Testament. There's a ton of letters in there to the early churches. They were wrestling through the implications of actually putting into practice the ways of Jesus. And then even in doing that, we can go back to the Old Testament, which is the first part of that of the Bible. And we can learn more about how, how God has been working for so long, pointing to who Jesus is, that all of Scripture points to this person of Jesus, because Jesus is that amazing. He's the one that we're hoping for. He's the one from the beginning of the story when God created heaven and earth and he created us to do life in relationship to him, but we have rejected him. We've all rejected him in our own way. He begins to put into practice a plan to redeem all things because he did not want to leave humanity in brokenness, but is working to heal us of this and this brokenness that has come in our life when we've rejected the way of God and we've invited all of these other things into our life. And we've rejected the good ways of God. This creates death in our spirits. It creates death in our bodies. And we need someone to come and heal us. And that person is Jesus. And Jesus is still working to redeem all things because Jesus wants to invite everyone into the family of God. But for that to actually be the fullness of love, there has to be the fullness of choice. And so we need to choose Jesus because God isn't going to save the world through coercion or forcing it to happen. God's going to save the world through offering the choice to follow after him and Jesus. And when we do that, we get to have forgiveness for all of these things in the past. We try to do it our own way. We get healing from all of that and we get his spirit that begins to animate our bodies, animates our spirit and begins to empower us to walk in the ways of God, to become more and more like Jesus to be formed more into his image. And so these are what the scriptures testify to. And so in the passages of scripture, and this is why we go to the scripture each and every day to win the day, every day to start our days in scripture. 
to learn more about who Jesus is, to learn more about the, this person who came and gave everything for us. But in the pages of scripture, we get to encounter God and that offer is on the table each and every day or every time we open our Bible, we can learn more about who God is and who we are in relationship to him. And we can respond to the invitation to follow after Jesus. And as a community, as we center life around Jesus, as we make sure that everything is filtered through becoming more like him, why do we gather? We gather so that way we can bring honor to God, but that way we can also become more and more like him over time. And so as a community, we actually have something in mind. We're not gathering for the sake of gathering. Our community is really good at gathering. They're really good at the surface level, just kind of gathering, having some drinks, having some really good food from food trucks, and like gathering around really basic conversation. But what our souls are longing for is something deeper. And that's what we're going after as Pine Hills at church. We're going after something deeper. And we want to be very clear about what that is for the goal for our community is for a people to be formed more into the image of Jesus. Because if we believe so strongly in this, why would this not be our expectation? So as a community, we expect people, we expect people as people journey, not to have things figured out at the get-go. Remember, Jesus meets us right in the midst of whatever we have going on with all the questions and the doubts, and he begins to walk us through the power of his spirit to become more like him and to be empowered by him. But over time, as you do life within our communities, you get more involved in different relationships with our communities. You begin to learn who Jesus is and you respond to the invitation to follow after him, to apprentice under Jesus, to be to every day, to, to wrap your life around the goal of being with Jesus, becoming like Jesus and doing the things that he would have you to do. We expect you to find freedom in Jesus because that's the offer that's actually on the table. That's the freedom that you're actually looking for. We expect people to grow more like him over time as Jesus walks us along that journey. And we expect people to begin to influence others for the good around them by introducing others to Jesus and how they engage their spheres of influence as they begin to do things differently, as they begin to be changed by God from the recesses of their heart. What ends up pouring out is more and more Jesus to everyone else around us. And so we want to be community so centered on Jesus that as we encounter him, as we are changed and formed by him, we want him to be poured out from our lives to everyone that we interact with, whether it's at a coffee shop at Back Porch Coffee or it's getting food from a food truck or it's in our neighborhood or with our families or in our workspaces or wherever we might go, realizing that we're a people of God sent out on mission to be part of God's renewal work in our city. And this is a renewal work for each and every one of the churches that are here for every person of God in our city is to be part of that renewal work. And that's the same thing in our city, across our nation, in our world, that there's an invitation by a God who wants to do life among his people, who wants to use people to be agents of renewal for other people, that we can be that wounded healer, that as we find healing in the midst of our wounds, we begin to go out to other people and to begin to help them to find healing in Jesus as well. And so just to anchor this a bit in scripture, Second Corinthians, which again is a letter that's written to the early church uh, in 
and they're working through what does it look like to put the ways of Jesus into practice? And what does that look like when we bump up against the lies of our culture where there's there's things that we've kind of mixed in with the ways of God? And they, some of these letters are actually speaking against that stuff that we need to get our eyes back on Jesus. We need to recenter the community around the ways of Jesus, and we need to reject ways that actually don't lead to life. But in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 17 through 18, here's what it says. For the Lord is the Spirit, meaning we, we encounter Jesus through his Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is Spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. And so just to pick up on what's happening there is that there's freedom that's on offer from Jesus. And we get to interact with him each and every day to realize that he promised that as we follow after him, he's with us even to the end of the age. He's leading us through the power of his spirit into all truth, into how to live life in a really complex and broken world, to live life in the midst of all of our questions and our doubts that we can be like one of the guys from the gospel where he said, God, I believe, but help my unbelief. Like Jesus meets us right in the midst of that. And he begins to walk us in this journey. And as we see Jesus more clearly, as we see his ways more clearly, it's like we're actually seeing for the first time that the things that blinded us, the, the veil that kept us from really seeing life as it really is in our world, being distracted by all kinds of other things. Jesus, through the power of his spirit, helps us to see clearly how to, how to see him, how to engage with him, how to engage with our world. And over time, as we journey with Jesus, we get to lay down these things that actually don't lead to life, that have actually been false narratives that we've picked up along the way, thinking it was going to lead us to a vision of the good life, but it will never actually deliver. And Jesus knows this. God doesn't hold back on us because he's trying to hold back anything from us. He's trying to keep us from engaging in the things that actually are going to harm us and kill us. God actually desires at the deepest level for you to walk in the ways of life. And he knows that that's found in relationship with him when he gets to define life, when he gets to define what we should and shouldn't do, when he gets to define how we interact in our world. It's all with the desire to help you to experience love like a good father would do for any of his kids. We want our kids to go in the right way. We want them to experience the fullness of life. We want to keep them safe from things, but we know they're going to go through hard stuff, but we're going to be there for them and we're going to walk with them all along the way. That's the same thing that God is doing in Jesus through the power of the spirit. And when that happens, we get to be changed more and more like him. So let's get back to that original question. What is Pine Hills Church about? Pine Hills Church is a community centered around the ways of Jesus, committed to putting his ways into practice in our everyday lives. And we do this by daily making space throughout the day to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do the things that Jesus would have us to do if he were living our life today. And so when you get some of these questions, some people typically have an agenda. Maybe you can also explore, hey, what, what are you looking for when people are asking about Pine Hills Church? Maybe you can ask, what what is the thing that they're trying to connect with? What is the thing that they're hoping for? What is the thing behind the question that they're actually asking? 
But when people typically ask some of these questions, they they have something in mind. And when we gather either in small groups or a large group, our hope is that people encounter God. And that they encounter other people and begin to grow in community. That they grow in their apprenticeship to Jesus because we believe that's the only way that actually leads to life. And we want people to be encouraged to engage the rest of their week, encouraged and empowered by him, reorienting themselves again in the larger story of God. And so if you want to know anything more about like, what does a typical gathering look like for us? Go back a few episodes and you'll get some of those answers. But we just wanted to really kind of come alongside you when you get this question as God is changing and forming your life more into the image of Jesus, as you begin to live your life more empowered with purpose that you never knew before. And as he begins to do all kinds of amazing things around you to leverage your story, to help impact people and to change people in really amazing ways as he helps people to realize that each and every one of us in our community has has a purpose to minister to others. People are going to ask that question, what is Pine Hills Church about? What is this thing that's changing your life? What is this thing, this community that you're talking about, that you are sacrificing for, that you're going to week in and week out? Like, what is this thing all about? I want you to tell them that we're just simply a community of people that are messy and a bit broken, trying to figure life out, but we're going to be committed to centering our community around the ways of Jesus. And we're going to continually practice his ways. We're going to get it right at times and we're going to get it wrong at times, but we're going to keep coming back. We're going to continue to gather together so we can reorient our perspective onto the thing that matters most so that we can learn over time more and more. What does it look like to practice Jesus in our everyday lives? What does it look like to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus and to do the things that Jesus would have us to do? And so I just want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any more questions, feel free to please reach out through pinehillschurch.org. We would love to just answer any questions that might come up about what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus together? Like what is the community of Pine Hills Church how can I get more involved with that? How can I get plugged in? Or maybe even how can I give to the vision of what God is doing in this new community here in Bend, Oregon? You can find all of those details at pinehillschurch.org. We would love to connect with you there or through the email. And you can, again, do it all through that website page. Just want to thank you that you are doing life with us. I think you that you're wrestling through these conversations. And if you are still like trying to figure out the ways of Jesus and to to know if this way is true and I get it, belief is hard and faith is hard. And we're praying for you in the midst of all of that. We're praying that God reveals himself to be true and good, that God would begin to do things in your life that only he could get the credit for to let you know, to affirm the message that his way is actually the only way to life. But we just pray that you get involved in either our community or a community near you and begin to grow in these ways. But I just want to thank you again. Have a great day. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.